And welcome to the BQBL Failcast for week 11, 2018. I'm your host, Alex. Joining me, as always, is Dr. Matthew. Dr. Matthew, last night was glorious. Say hello. Hello. Last night was glorious, and I stayed up and watched it, and I'm now tired this morning. It's way past my bedtime, but it was totally worth it. The game was glorious. It was, it was a glorious football game. It was a glorious BQBL game. Uh, I'm excited to talk about it. Yes, indeed. It was probably, I'm almost certainly the best Kansas City start there will be. And Russ, in his infinite wisdom, started it and broke the tradition, the grand tradition of starting the wrong two teams out of. So kudos to Russ for, for making a good decision. Yeah, good decision for Russ. I had that situation this week, and I, Russ chose correctly. He started Kansas City. Kansas City, up to this point, had scored every week a negative 10, negative 32, negative 7, negative 17, 10, negative 4, negative 9, negative 9, negative 8, and 0 before this week. Russ, so only, only positive one out of the first 10 weeks of the season. Russ started them this week. So kudos to Russ. And I think it's safe to say if you add up the positives from the rest of the season, you're unlikely to get all the way up to 49. No. And, so. and you know, spoiler alert, they scored 49 this week. Oh. Way to, they did um, score 49 this week. Oh, did I, did I, well, you buried the lead I a little bit. So buried I buried the lead. I was that. just going to, I was going to go through it because it, you know, when you talk about filling up the score sheet, this was one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. 33 for 46, 478 yards from a Holmes, six touchdowns, Three interceptions. Um, of those three interceptions, one of them was a taint, returned for a touchdown. The other two were game-killing turnovers within the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. He had two fumbles. One of those was returned for a touchdown. Uh, I mean, just, just a spectacular performance. He, he racked up a total of 49, and that includes negative 46 worth of points. So... On the negative side, negative 46. On the positive side, 80-something? Oh, yeah, so that would be 49 <laughs> just... plus 46, which which is about 95. Um, Oof. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That, it, 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 was, it was spectacular in every way that a quarterback can be spectacular. Positively, negatively, he had everything. And I will get into this a bit more, but not only was it just a spectacular performance up and down, but – those last two turnovers made a huge difference in the standing for this week because going into, you know, the chiefs got the ball back down three at that point, he had one interception only. And so he was sitting at nine points uh, at that point. Now Russ, Russ had negative four from Oakland going in. So at that point with, with less than two minutes left in the Monday night game, Russ was sitting at five total, which was behind your six on the week. Um, so Russ was, Russ was sitting mm. firmly in last place at that point. And at that, and then with, uh, what, a minute 20-something, he threw his first game-killing interception, right, within two minutes. That brought him up to 27. And so at that point, Russ had leapfrogged you, but he was still in the middle of the pack. Um, he was below me and uh, and Sarah, I believe. And so that was good for both of us because it would have given me and Sarah an extra game on you. Um, and then 
they got the ball back with 25 seconds. Mahomes threw his third pick, and that gave him right. Which that was that was an extra 22 points. It's for the double game killer plus the uh, the bonus with the with the extra yep. interception. Yeah. yeah, it it was um yeah, and then so Russ ends up um, in second place. Therefore, with 40, yeah, with 49 from Kansas City, minus four from Oakland. Oakland, who scored for the negative for only the second time this year. Um, but they were better than New Orleans, who was Russell's other choice. So he actually started his two best options, ended up with a 45 and in second place. Uh, I'll say triumphantly. <laughs> yes, triumphantly. Absolutely triumphantly. Um, yeah, the, the other team that ended up in doing very well in the week also had a negative score. And that was Joe, who started Green Bay, who got a negative four. And Washington, um, who had a few tough breaks in the game with, of course, the pun intended, and they finished with 56, uh, mostly not from Colt McCoy, mostly from Alex Smith. Colt McCoy was actually, um, I think, probably cost Joe a few points there. Yes, he definitely did. But, he threw their only touchdown. Also, I think it's too soon for broken bones puns. It's a little bit too soon. I don't <laughs> think it's ever too soon. But he did not start Tennessee. Tennessee put up 14. Um, it didn't matter. He won anyway with a relatively low week winning 52. Um, the uh, and So those were the owners who kind of, I would say, made the, the correct decisions. Other owners made, made the correct decisions as well. Will, like I said, um, made all of his poor decisions during the draft and chose the two correct teams this week, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. However, the 22 points he got from them was only enough for one win on the week. Yeah. So once again, it's not it's not working out. In any well. other week, I would uh, Lamar Jackson and, and Baltimore would would get a shout out for filling up the scoreboard. There were a lot of negative rushing points. Joe Joe called it in the email chain. So there were, there was a lot of negative points for the rushing and then positive for the lack of throwing. Um, but and ultimately that led led to 21. But it was totally dwarfed by what Mahomes did on Monday night. Yeah. I mean, we, we were going to talk about that escalating quickly in Baltimore or uh, in some of the other games, but really the Kansas city game escalated quickly. That's got to get the, uh, the award. Absolutely there. gets the award this week. Speaking of making the right decisions, you, you also made the right decision this week because you didn't have one. Right. Which means my strategy did not work and I can't. That's correct. So this was big. You came into the week with a five, I think five point lead in the standings you finished in last place and your your lead has largely evaporated uh, if it wasn't for that last if it wasn't for that last Mahomes interception you would have been only up by half a game that last interception gave uh cost me one win and so it means you're up on me and Joe by one and a half games so we, we're tied Joe and I are tied one and a half games behind you and speaking of ties this week, we did have a tie in the scoring for the week. Um, Jake and Matt tied at 34 points. Um, Jake once again chose poorly on Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay on his bench continued their streak of either having a 400-yard passer, a four-touchdown game, or a benching in the second half. And there was a benching in the second half this week. Uh, Tampa Bay came in with 87 points. And we're back to Jameis Winston in, I'm going to say a, a, 
uh, a Jacksonian, a uh, 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 Jackminian, <laughs> Jack, 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 uh, Jack, Jack, Hugh Jackson. So I'll, I'll say Jacksonian. In a Jacksonian turn that Dirk Cutter is pulling, he's just kind of capriciously switching back and forth between the two, um, which is a little bit like uh, if you have two pairs of shoes and they're both the wrong size, and then you just put one on and you realize it doesn't fit, and then you put the other one on and it also doesn't fit. So you go back to the first one for some reason because you think maybe it fit better and then you realize it didn't and then you just keep going on and on and that's kind of like what they're doing in Tampa I mean, Bay. If they, you know, neither shoe fits but it's all you have and they hurt different parts of your foot then, then that sort of is the right way to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you are, you're going like, uh, is that... Uh, uh, the, uh, what do they call that? The, the, yes, um, I've made the stock, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patty Hearst. Um, yeah, you've got you've got some. Um, I, it, as soon as you can think like Dirk Cutter, you're in deep deep trouble. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've got Although some quarterback he, Stockholm syndrome for watching Flacco play for so many years. That's fair. And and Hugh Jackson just got a job in Cincinnati. So I, he got a job so, in Cincinnati, and. Read this right that it's it's on the defensive side of the ball. <laughs> well, he's terrible on the offensive side, so that must mean he's good for the defense. <laughs> did, I, did I read that right? I I, I actually didn't okay. see that. As soon as I saw that, I just shook my head, and I think I I think I just immediately like rage <laughs> quit the thing because I just I I really feel for Cincinnati fans. Um, what Paul Brown is doing to that team is just—it's—it's <laughs> it's funny, but they're not bad fans. It's just a terrible owner. Um, I—I I, I feel bad. Um, anyway, so Jake didn't start Tampa Bay's eighty-seven. He did start Jacksonville's twenty-nine and Atlanta's yeah, five. But Jake and I um, tied, and we both left our best team on the bench. I left Philadelphia on the bench. Carson Wentz was terrible against New Orleans. I should have learned my lesson. I started Cincinnati against New Orleans, but I didn't. But uh, Philadelphia put up 51. I played Cincinnati instead. Cincinnati put up zero, even though that was not an impressive performance against Baltimore. And so I finished with 34, all from Minnesota, and the the two picks, including a taint that Kirk Cousins threw. So so Jake and I tied at 34, and then it was pretty exciting because uh, Sarah – Got two from the Chargers, which was enough to be combined with 33 from Arizona to vault her to 35, one ahead of both me and Jake. So that was that was an exciting, exciting third place race there. Yeah, and then Nick was pretty close as well. Um, he had 30 from Chicago and zero from Denver, um, and he actually chose well. Uh, he only had three choices in Detroit put up a zero, Denver put up a zero, and Chicago put up a 30. So all he had to do was choose Chicago and then any combination of the others, and he'd be fine. Which is a little disappointing, because um, you heckled him with the Denver start, and I was laughing when Denver had a game-winning drive and ended up at zero, but it, it turns out that the wouldn't have been any better. So I can't give him too much of a hard time, just a little bit of a hard time. <laughs> I, I'm going to do it again, though, so, uh, so get ready, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be all season, buddy. Um, yeah, and then, like, uh, as we said, Will had 20, had 22 points, was in second to last, and I had 
only six in last place because of a game-winning drive for Dak Prescott, uh, which took me down to negative 10 and, van- and that vaporized any hope I had of, of getting a win this week, um, along with Patrick Mahomes, obviously, destroying all my hopes, but then actually bringing me back a win at the very end. Um, so uh, this week there were no 24-7 points, no. uh, mostly because Buff- Buffalo was on bye. <laughs> Um, but bye is a great time to get 24-7 points. It's cold up there, though. I, I feel like you're less likely to misbehave in the cold. It has never stopped Buffalo fans. Yeah, but the players aren't the fans. The players, they're not used to this kind of weather. They, they, that's why Corey Coleman couldn't play there, because it was too cold. Corey Coleman can't play anywhere. Well, I mean, that's beside the point. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so there there were no twenty four seven points for the first week in three weeks, um, which brings our, our our most fun streak to an end, unfortunately. Um, but we have, as Matt mentioned before, a very tight race um, with, let's see, one, two, three, four, uh, you know, essentially five points separating first place from, is that fourth place? Yeah, the other the other thing about twenty four seven points, at least with the Alex Smith injury, um, you've got at least better potential for points there because they just signed Mark Sanchez. They're starting Colt McCoy, so if Sanchez gets a start, that um, you know, if, if something happens to McCoy this week and Sanchez starts, there's potential twenty four seven points there. So be, be on the lookout. Well, for that. but if he was just signed though, um, he won't and he won't start next week because McCoy will sign. Unless something happens, uh, they have to be a crack- something happens to McCoy in practice. Yeah. But there's, in, yeah, there's a chance. Right. or someone could be released after starting either way that's setting up oh, nicely. That's, that's setting up nicely for joe um we were we were saying earlier that joe is on the game and a half back of you but he was the he reaped the the rewards of both of the injuries last week so he's looking at having cole and blaine gabbert starting for him Oof, that is a murderer's yeah. row so between you know you're you're throwing buffalo every week except for one because you you can't start them every week i've got the jets to throw every remaining week uh but joe joe with that with that tandem is is in pretty good shape to potentially to potentially win um man i I don't want to think about what would happen if joe were to win although one thing that would happen is everyone would probably send him cookies but well, and and the question is, what would the quality of those cookies be? Right. Um, Joe Joe's history of cookies is is mixed, I'd say. Um, That's but most people, I guess, wouldn't know that because because they uh, they haven't been on the receiving end of cookies from Joseph. Um, I guess only you and Will and Nick would know. Yes, is that right? Correct. So, uh, needless to say, if Joseph does win, uh, minimum effort is probably called for. Yeah, you can ask Jake for his recipe book. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll cross that bridge, but it, it's as you said, it's it's exciting. There's yeah, forty nine two at forty seven and a half. Sarah at forty five. Nick not out of it at forty three. So all of those teams still with a definitely with a with a chance. Um, Will pretty much alone in last place right now at eighteen. Uh, Jake at twenty six and a half, and the rest at thirty one are all pretty much out of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't give. 
I don't even see a path to Will scoring points at any point unless there's a huge injury at quarterback. Yeah, it would basically take an injury. He's got no right now. He had an injury and he's got some Lamar Jackson points that that he could get. Yeah, Lamar Jackson points are weird though. There's going to be a lot of rushing involved. You're going to lose points for that. Yeah. And the rushing threshold is pretty low. All you got to do is rush for 50 yards, and that's a negative right off the bat. That's true. He also does have – there is definite benching potential in Baltimore if Flacco comes back. That's so. true. Uh, it, might not, it, might, it might be between games. It, it, would, it seems unlikely to be during a game. Although I guess it could, could de- I could I could definitely see, for example, uh, a slightly injured Flacco coming back and Lamar Jackson getting benched. I could see in a game or two um, Flacco getting benched if the team is losing. So I, I could see both of those things happening. I think that's fair. So there's a lot to look forward to. This this um the run up to the end of the season is certainly going to be exciting. And, in, in... and... oh, you finish. No, absolutely. After you, I was going to say, in looking towards the end of the season, um, I wanted to recap the constraints, right? Because we've got um, six more weeks in the season, and some people have caps that they're going to run into or, or floors that they need to hit. So uh, I have one more Cincinnati start that I need to make, um, whereas you have two New England starts and one Houston start. So there's those two, Engl- two New England starts could be for you. Jake has oh the other thing is you cannot start buffalo every remaining week of the season you have to sit them one more week jake has to sit jacksonville one week and uh, must start carolina twice will has to start indy once sarah cannot start arizona every week she needs to sit them one week she has to start the rams twice she has to start the chargers once and, and that combination i would say is is bad for sarah since she's sitting in fourth place right now Nick's in the best shape. He can do whatever he wants. He's met his floors, and he is in no danger of going over the ceiling. Um, Joe requires a Washington start. Shouldn't be difficult with McCoy in there and a Green Bay start. Uh, Russ requires – oh, and uh, Joe cannot start Tennessee every week, so he has to sit Blaine Gabbard at least once. Um, And Russ has to start KC in New Orleans one more time. All right. Well, given that we have six weeks left, I think it's appropriate at this point to recap also the, I think, the front runners for the MVP award Sure. as well. I, I think obviously Nathan Peterman belongs in the conversation, if not at the top of the list. Who, do you, who else do you think should be in this uh, in this conversation. So Peterman, obviously, top of the list right here. Uh, Buffalo is the highest scoring team with 424 points on the year. Second on that list, actually, is Arizona with 365 points. So while it's maybe a little bit underrated, the um, Josh Rosen has been solid in relief of what was a solid uh, start by Sam Bradford to the season. So, um, you know, Sam Bradford does I, – I think he definitely deserves consideration because he was supposed to look so much better, and that forced them to put Rosen in their way too soon. Yes. Um, I, I want to throw the, the combination of Jameis and Fitzmagic in there because those two have produced everything. <laughs> Points, yards, touchdowns, benchings, everything. 
and it almost feels like Cutter's Dirk Cutter's managing them like a relief pitcher and a starting pitcher, which in baseball makes perfect sense. In football is unheard of, and in BQBL is big big points. So those guys definitely deserve to be in the conversation for MVP. If you're Dirk Cutter, what do you think? I mean, do you just sort of give up, or are you just gonna maybe just say, you know what, you play one quarter, we'll we'll just rotate quarters or rotate drives. I, I don't know how you deal with this situation. I would, I would advocate a hot hand approach. I think you, you, you let them both go out there and you see who's playing better or you put one in there for a couple snaps, get the other one nice and fired up. You pull the first one out, put the second one in. And then when he starts to falter, you put the the first one back in again. You just kind of, you hot swap them back and forth. And whenever one of them gets all fired up, you stick them right in. Um, that might be the, the best way to handle it. Mm, yes, that, that could be. Um, but those are really the, you know, those are really the, the choices. The next highest scoring team after their, after the Cardinals is, is the Jets. Um, so Darnold's been, been solid, although, you know, he was hurt. And he doesn't rise to Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman's clearly in the lead and, and there's not really much of a, much competition after that. <laughs> it's true. I, I, I have a soft spot for Tampa Bay, but yeah, I, it's it's going to be tough to to unseat Peterman as uh, a starter. H- having your fans come up with a GoFundMe to buy out your contract is so. It's good. fantastic. Um, I'd say the least valuable player at this point is probably Case Keenum. Denver was the sixth overall pick and have only scored 90 points on the season, um, which is surprising considering Nick is still very much in this. Uh, he's been carried by his third and fourth picks. His first and second picks have let him down. So I, in the first round, that, that seems to have been the, the worst selection. Yeah, Indianapolis, I think, deserves some credit for LVP as well. After a very strong year last year, I think I think not knowing what you were going to get out of out of Indy and Andrew Luck, I mean they were the first pick in the second round on the turn. So the difference between a first round pick and a second round pick there is a little academic. But you are an academic, so I guess you know if that shoe fits. (laughs) But yeah, but Andrew Luck has actually been very very good this season, and not producing BQBL points at any reasonable clip, Um, and that's. As I mentioned, Will made all his bad decisions during the draft. That was, uh, you know, first the first of, of many, and by many I say, I mean four really bad decisions that he made. Um, so I, I think they deserve LVP or, or least mill and valuable player. Yeah, I think that's right. right. Denver, then, Denver know, is the situation. worst pick of the first round, I think. Indy's the worst pick of the second round, most likely. Kansas City is the worst pick of the third round. Let's, let's remember that Russ took them at 302. So he took them high in the third round. Um, so mm-hmm. that was the, the worst pick of the third round. Um, and then, you know, the, the four, fourth round is, is tough because, you know, New Orleans has been the worst team, but Russ had a choice between New Orleans and New England. So it's hard to really fault him there. Yeah. Philadelphia is, is looking sneaky good, actually. And Detroit's been very, yes. very solid. So there's been some actually some decent value in the fourth round, more so than, than usual. But it's, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been strong so far, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the, the last six weeks wash up. 
So I think on that note, we will say, uh, have a good week. May all of your decisions be Milanesque and Katarian for Dirk Cutter. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Gobble, gobble. All right. Bye, Doc. <laughs>